When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Four seconds separating shot clock and game clock. Westbrook looking for James. He's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James, a shot in history. And there it is, the moment and the celebration of the history-breaking moment continue on the court. He has come together with David Silver and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, there has been some speeches. We'll get that all together for you. It's just concluding now. The game's been stopped. The game's not over. Put, no, no, it's, on, it's just gone three-quarter. In fact, has it officially gone three-quarter no, time? No, still yet? got a bit of time left in this quarter. Not much, a couple of seconds. But, um, but yeah, so the game is not over yet, so it's a long... Long way to go, but that's going to the result is important in the in the makeup of the season, but not important as far as this historical. Well, moment. now the game needs now the game becomes the factor because the Lakers need to put some wins on the board, and LeBron has had thirty eight. Just 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 for what it's worth, he's had thirty eight points. Corey Humberside Williams is here. We're going to hear from LeBron in a moment, Corey. But Gazy said he never thought this day would ever come. He couldn't you I know, didn't. three or four years ago. If you had said somebody was going to break. Kareem's record, he would have thought you're whistling Dixie. Did did you think that this record would ever get broken, Corey? Man, I'm just I'm in awe of what's actually happening right now. Mm. Yep. Um, I never thought it would be broken because I didn't think anybody could play that long <laughs> and average that many points over twenty year twenty years. What is it? Eighteen years? What is it? Mm. Eight? Eighteen? Is it? No, it's more than twenty. I think uh, we'll find that out. I've got like that year nineteen yeah. in the league, still playing at this type of level. Debuted is October she... 29, two thousand and three is when he debuted. That's that was so his NBA 20 debut. Twenty years, mm. yeah. nineteen years. Yeah, no, twenty years. It's twenty in the league because the sneakers out the LeBron twenties. So it is. It's just unbelievable. And so, so, unbelievable, and, man. And Andy, the the. It wasn't until like a couple of years ago because you think Father Time is undefeated and with the work that he's put in. And here's the thing about this guy is that he came into the league with expectations which were grossly – we all thought were grossly off the charts. Yeah. Just this prodigy, didn't go to uh, college, coming into a league – and how many times do you see those types of players? Do Some of them do really, really well. But this guy here has taken those expectations – and exceeded him by uh, a long, long way. And that's one of the things that you that you, you sometimes forget. The pathway to get to this particular record, and there's 10 seconds to go Ten seconds to go in the quarter, so they're going to try and restart the game. But it is quite extraordinary. We, we just need to do a bit of editing uh, on the uh, LeBron speech to the world after it because right at the very, very end of it, he does uh, 
He does uh, drop the F-bomb, so we just need to... We, we would play that if we were in a slightly different time zone, but uh, we're LeBron not. LeBron drops the so. F-bomb. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had the microphone under his nose, and he's just... Uh, the moment's got uh, the better of him. So we'll bring that to you. Um, yeah. What, anything else you want to say about him? Like, it's, it is remarkable. There's still five points down in this game as we tick away to three-quarter time. They've got to win this game. The Lakers, he's had 38. And he's running around now trying to play D. He's, he's playing like a 28-year-old. Well, he's on moment. adrenaline now. The adrenaline's truly, well and truly kicked in. And the, the euphoria of the moment. So it'd be, Can, it's going to be interesting to see how they go in this game. And like I said, in the big scheme of things, and when it's one of 82 and he's had uh, over 1,400 and did we say any game? Yeah, yeah, 410. Yeah, so it's, he's 11th. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, there's a lot to um, digest, but it is, it's a remarkable moment. I was watching it surprisingly emotional because I'm a huge LeBron fan, but not in the same ilk as some of the other uh, players that have come and gone. But it's hard to disrespect Man. or have any sort of thing negative to say, despite throughout the course of his career, there've been some times when. You, you haven't necessarily always, and you're you've been over the journey, Andy. Some of the oh, you followed him more closely than I have. Mm. Unbelievable, man! You know, just gaze as a former hooper. The amount of work you would have to put in, mm. the <laughs> amount of work, yeah, for your body mentally to stay focused over twenty years. Like, what are you really chasing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want to be immortal. Mm. Forget great. Like it's it's. He ain't chasing greatness, you know what I mean? Like, I will be etched in the history of this game at the top mm. for the rest of the existence of the game. Mm. My great, great, great grandchildren's grandchildren. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I know what he's, you mean. This is oh, different, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. Now, he's putting his name on schools and he's putting <laughs> his name on buildings and they're going to name roads after him and there's going to be this, this is, name man. after him. There's probably going to be a LeBron James Day. There's going to be stuff that will, in perpetuity, that will... 100%. You know, all that but stuff. He, he, this, he's broken the all-time scoring record, but he's number 10 in games played, number four in uh, assists. He's number nine in uh, steals. Defensive rebounds, number 10. Field goals made, number two. Three-pointers made, number nine. And that was the take of him when he first started. And free throws made, number four. So it's... Uh, so the never-ending conversation, and, and for you guys and others, it may be a, a conversation you don't even like having because it's at the end of the day, it comes down to opinion. But the greatest of all time conversation that takes place in all sports, and it, it seems to have come down to Michael or LeBron in the minds of many. Others will throw other names in. But for a majority, it seems. Is there anything else he can do to make his own case? To, win one the, more. Win one more. Well, Michael had six. He's got four. He's been to the finals more, but Michael didn't play as much. Uh, so I think that's really the only thing that's that in the eyes of some. Now, he, there's a lot of people that Does didn't it come Does through it the, the it... Michael Jordan yeah. era yeah. that didn't come through. That, like the young people today, they saw the last dance and they, they've heard and they buy the sneakers and they maybe see some old clips, but... Uh, for those that lived through the Michael Jordan era and the way in which he transformed the game, I think that that is something that you can't. It, it goes beyond just the, the statistical categories. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's um it's always hard, but this is uh, it is like I said I didn't I never thought that this record would be broken because 
of the longevity it was going to take and the excellence that you need to play at for such a long period of time and for your body to be able to hold up. When he started, so 20 years, he started when he's eight, 38 years of age, Andy. Yeah. Well, these wow. two unbelievable. These two guys are like him and Corinne, they're like 2,000 plus points clear of third, right? Carmel alone, yes. I think, in third place. Mm. So, uh, and then there's a there's gaps and significant gaps when you get to fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth on the all time scoring list. So, uh, yeah, and he's got time to go. Like, how many more years he got to play at at, at a at an elite level? Like, okay. this is the point. I think for me, when he plays alongside his son, for me, he'll take over as the greatest ever. You reckon that's going to happen? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, Here's what's going to happen. Here's well, how it's going to go. You ready? Yeah, go Speak on, on it. Coming to NBL to be a next star, and then after that, he's gonna go uh, play with his dad in NBA. Is that you wishful thinking, or is that you with knowledge of some of the negotiations going on? You know, damn well they don't let me into the office <laughs> for none of those negotiations for fear of me spilling this to you guys uh, and you good people out there listening. But that's just me wishful thinking. That would be spectacular. What? How crazy would that be? No, that would be off the charts crazy. Um, Thanks to ESPN, uh, the world's watching. This is what LeBron had to say after he broke Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's NBA scoring record. Uh, I just want to say um, you know, thank you to the Laker faithful. Um, you guys are one of a kind. Um, to be able to be in the presence of such a legend and great as Kareem, it, it means so much to me. It's very humbling. Um, please give a standing ovation to the, to the captain, please. To my beautiful wife, my daughter, my two boys, my friends, my boys, my family, my mother, all my, man, everybody that's ever been a part of this run with me the last 20 years, 20 plus years. I just want to say I thank you so much because I wouldn't be me without y'all. All y'all help, all y'all passion, all y'all sacrifices helped me get to this point. And to the NBA, to Adam Silver, to the late, great David Stern, I thank you guys so much for allowing me to be a part of something I've always dreamed about. And um, I would never, ever, in a million years, uh, dreamt this even better than what it is tonight. So, man, thank you guys. <laughs> there he goes. In the end, it got a bit too big for him. And uh, there's the moment. So uh, he's done it, and he's the record now will be built on. How many more years? Did, or you, we, we'll wait and see, right? So there mm. you go. Two more. Yep. Mate, he's almost at, is he averaging 30? I think it's a, around about 30. Which is beyond it's his career. It's not like he's limping to the line. It's, right. more, than his career, <laughs> it's more than his career. He's averaging this yeah. season above his career average. I think his career average. About 28 his, something? Yeah. About 20, high 27s, yeah. I think. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's nothing short of extraordinary. And what I think would cap it off, if they were able to get into the playoffs, and there's very – it's wide open, particularly in the West – if they're able to make it and they get Anthony Davis back healthy and with the squad that they've got, oh, that would make his run even more spectacular if he could do something in the playoffs. Phil Zimbaroni wants to join in the conversation about LeBron James that you two are having. Good afternoon to you, Phil. Afternoon, guys. Um, yeah, Jay, you're going through all those stats about LeBron, you know, fourth and assist. And mm. It's just, you know, immense that the workload is, is uh, cheap. One interesting stat I heard the other day was if you took away all the dunks and all the three pointers he scored and mm. just leave everything else, those inside two uh, two pointers yep. and free throws, he would still be number 14 
on the list of all scorers, <laughs> which puts him ahead of Kevin Durant and a whole bunch of other guys. It's amazing. Well, that is amazing. And uh, his, his two-point field goal percentages are actually higher than the great one, uh, the greatest of all time. So he is – He there are some statistical categories that you're looking at now that uh, whereas – Two or three years ago, I'd have thought there's a bit of distance in the view when you're going to compare him to to, to Michael. I tell you what, it is it is a a much more respectful conversation you have to have about him now than it was a few years ago. What was there ever a weakness in him? Well, there was early on. It was the three ball. Early on, it was his perimeter game. Uh, so he. He's been able to fix that. That'd be about right, wouldn't it, uh, Homicide? 100%. Now you have to close out on him and play him at that three. And it, technically that um, plays advantage to him because it opens up the floor and he can do what he really wants yeah, to do, yeah. which is penetrate and get, get yeah. into the paint. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so history's made. A bit of news. There's a whole lot of other stuff going on that we need to get to. You're here for Ty Power, the MVP, Tyre experts of your family. If you want to talk any basketball with these two legends, uh, feel free to do so. Get on the line, one 300 Bit of news from Melbourne United. Mm-hmm. Melbourne United head coach Dean Vickerman is set to lead the Australian Boomers for their pair of upcoming home games in Melbourne. Will mark the first time that Vickerman, who's been part of seven mm. NBL championships, uh, will be at the helm of the national team. So Dean well, Vickerman, with with obviously Brian Gorgian overseas, yeah, Dean well, Vickerman will be uh, heading up the coaching of the, and of the Boomers. Good on him. It's a it's a t- tremendous honour. It's there. No, I'm not belittling at all. But we've already qualified, and Mike Kelly has been assuming those responsibilities and he is the current assistant coach for mm-hmm. the Perth Wildcats. But with the Perth Wildcats in the finals, yep. finding that next in line and a great opportunity for Dean. Those There's going to be two games in a couple of weeks and they're going to be played here in Australia. So an opportunity to see some of the um, the NBL Australian players that are on the, the cusp of... of uh, Australian representation and a couple of the young guys that are out there. Uh, Corey, there's a bunch of stuff to talk about outside of what we've witnessed uh, in LA tonight. Kyrie, KD, MVP, finals tomorrow night. There's a bunch of stuff to talk to you and Gazy about. We'll get stuck into that on the other side of this. We're here for Berwick BMW and Blundstone. Twitter are going absolutely cogo bananas about what we've seen in LA with LeBron setting the new scoring record. There's been a lot of feedback here on our uh, 40 Winks temper text. One that uh, did jump off the uh, screen at you, Keefe, uh, just a moment ago. Well, it's one that um, uh, just yeah, – there's always different opinions about uh, LeBron James and, and how he sometimes has the perception of being perhaps a little bit self-centred. And this typifies it. This is from uh, 754. Uh, he just did that interview at three-quarter time when down five in a crucial game. Corey, are you listening? It just shows how self-centered LeBron is. Now, he did not organize what was going to happen. This would not have been his call. The commissioner of the league, Kareem, he didn't just, hey, come out, family. Hey, hey, everyone, come on the floor. Stop the game. When I hit this bucket, this is what we're going to do. No, no, that wasn't him. Now, I I understand, though, that from uh, (laughs) 754. No, that's a Celtic fan. That, that, My bad. The, you know, Lakers, Celtics, you know, that kind of stuff. Maybe a bit of that. But that's the sort of stuff that he's had to deal with. And I, in fairness, there has been some times, 
you know, if you go back to the announcement all those years ago, mm-hmm. they definitely had a bit of self-centered about it. No doubt. So there's other <laughs> stuff going on. Uh, the, the Kyrie moot, and there's, we've got to get to the domestic stuff because what we saw on Sunday was ridiculous, and it sets up an enormous Thursday with the back-to-back finals, with the NBL finals starting. So we're going to get to all of that in a moment. But while we're talking American basketball, let's tick a couple of other boxes. It, <laughs> The Kyrie Irving move out of Brooklyn to Dallas and what might come next with this team and uncertainty about a couple of other superstars on their roster. Corey, how have you been observing what's been going on there in the last three or four days? It's just been a lot of drama around Kyrie Irving. I mean, I thought the page, he, he turned the page, you know, with his ability to how he flipped the switch and just played ball after that whole, you know, the debacle with social media and what was posted yep, yep. and the losing of the Nike deal. It just seemed to me at that point, he just began focusing on the game and playing at a high level. The Nets were on something like a 12 game win streak and he was killing. Mm. And then to all of a sudden after that, yo, I want to trade. I didn't see that coming. So it's, it's almost, yo, to me personally, Ever since leaving LeBron, it has had it has been a tough journey for him. Mm. Everywhere he went, mm. it has been a tough journey for him. He went to Boston after mm. Cleveland, mm. didn't end well. Then went to Brooklyn, didn't end well. Now he's in Dallas. So for me, his track record is shaky. It's unstable. And inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah. It's unstable mm. and it is not trustworthy. It hey. isn't. Well, it is, and and I think a lot of it has been brought upon himself along the way. There has yeah. been some uh, some statements, some beliefs, some conspiracies that he's jumped in bed with, which have been really out there, like Earth is flat type yeah. conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. So it's, and then of course in more recent times there were some unsavoury comments he made uh, directed yep. at in regards to the. He yep. tweeted out stuff and yep, he did. didn't apologise. So I don't think we need to go into that. No, we don't. But it was, um, you know, it's un- unsavoury stuff. So he has brought a lot of that attention onto himself. Uh, I got a question. Yep. You're a free agent this year. You want to get paid and or what? Well, he does. And that's why they're... So they... how are you doing all of this when... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... How much money would he have, though, Corey? Is he... Oh, is he's, he, he's, he, he's, he's worried about money. money. Yeah, money's not he ain't worried about money, no, but... No. Um, he's a free agent. Like, the way he's going about things, the way he's going about things in the last, let's say, year. Mm-hmm. Do you want to play basketball? So is part of the problem that there's always going to be a suitor? Someone is always going to give him a check to come and get him to play basketball for them? Because well, he's, he's that so good. good. He is that he's good. So he is good. that good. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, you, you continue to show this type of behavior. Mm. Everywhere you go. I think mm. this is going to be like the last straw, depending on what happens in Dallas. Mm. Let's see what. So the, the the other one is Kevin Durant. Everybody's speculating about it. Is uh, <laughs> Adrian Wojnarowski is is countering Whoa. what's what's Stephen A. Smith saying? Stephen A. Smith saying Boston. It's 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 happening. Woj is saying nah, it's not. So two of the most hooked in. Guys, to into sort of the, the basketball mainstream in America have got completely different views about this. Well, the Nets are saying no. The Nets are saying that we're not trading him uh, okay. before the, the trade deadline. So right. he'll be with. So that's, now, that, that closes the door on that then? No, okay. because this has happened many times before. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, a, 
an offer comes. It comes down whether the Nets go to the uh, reach a position where they've got to start again or whether they feel like with Kevin Durant there that they can build something around him. Do, do these guys care about legacy? Well, you know, like building something with the team, or is it just hire me now, we'll try and win. If it doesn't happen here and I don't like it, I'll go somewhere else and I'll try and win. And that, Does that affect legacy of these individuals? I agree, but I don't think – I think Kevin Durant's legacy, he doesn't – I mean, he's one of the greatest scorers the game's ever seen. He's got a couple of titles. Got a couple of titles, a couple of finals MVPs. His legacy is intact. At this point, it's like, I want to go where I'm going to win a chip. So yep. if I'm going to jump ship, I'm out. Kyrie don't really care about his legacy. <laughs> not yeah. to me. Yep. Because if you did, you're not making these moves like this. Mm. You care about your legacy. You are really thinking about the moves that you're, 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 you, you, you're making. One, yeah. yep. you're going to make better moves. And you don't want that much like mud on your name or dirt on your name. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. When your kids are an adult later in life, you know, you don't <laughs> you they Google their old, they Google they their old your man. legacy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just very confusing to me a lot of the moves that he's made, especially in the last past the past week. Yeah. Yeah. Let alone the last year. So Keith, loyalty for you, yep. you this was you. That that that, yeah, that was you, right? And we understand you you're a, as the world changes, your what you did with the Tigers will become less the way that professional sports people, particularly in basketball, kind of carry themselves through lengthy professional careers. Mm-hmm. But has your view changed because of that? Or do you still watch the way these players pick and choose? Where suits them the mm-hmm. best? And does it, in your eye, diminish their their legacy, for want of a better word, at all? No, but I don't understand a lot of the times the logic. And, and these days the norm is, is – in order for the legacy, I think for these guys, they think their legacy is about winning championships, and rightly so, because that's the ultimate prize. But the way in which that they will go then to to shop themselves around, mm. ask for trades in order to be in a situation where you can win it. And and Kevin Durant is a classic example. Mm-hmm. He's in an unbelievable situation with the Golden State Warriors. Wins two titles, and then the, the rumour, the talk is – well, it's only because he's got Steph around him. So he feels like he's got to leave and win a championship without Steph. But the silly thing about it is he only left knowing that James Harden and maybe others right. would be built around him. So he's, he's going to be in a somewhat similar situation. So I don't understand why they, uh, in that instance, why you wouldn't just, if, you, if you're worried about winning, you've won the, the, the finals MVP. Go win three or four more, correct? And then you're in a conversation with the greatest of all time, with Michael Jordan, which 100%. they could have done. One hundred percent. They really should have won three. He got hurt when he snapped his Achilles, so they really should have had. Well, not you shouldn't never say that because it's disrespecting your your opponent. Uh, and that time it was the Raptors. it was the Raptors. Yeah. But um, but if he stays there, they've, the Warriors have proven they've continued on and they've won another one without him. <laughs> so does that hurt his legacy more? So it is. It's it's the the way of the world right now over there is, um, and you respect the fact that they want to win, but I think there is greater value if you want to win with a team that you can build yourself, like Giannis. Right. Like, Giannis, exactly. Imagine if Giannis plays his whole career mm. in a small team town like Milwaukee, and they win against these 
big but market teams. Imagine if that happens. No, imagine I mean, what his what the what history says mm. about him compared to these blokes who have who have picked Tim Duncan, Tim San Duncan, Steph Curry, won five of them. Yeah, yep. you know yep. like what is it? Is that a bit? Is that the kind of legacy that you don't see a lot of these days? But that's the sort of thing that you hunt. I just think that as great as Giannis is, he finally found a way to win without superstars around him. Mm. That attracts superstars to want to play with you. Yeah, yeah. So his home and what he's built there, he'll be there forever. Let's get to the news. 28 minutes to five. We've got the MVP to have a chat about last night. What comes next for Xavier Cooks? Is there a bigger league that suits him, or is this the home that he's found? And tomorrow night, we've got back-to-back playoff games in the NBL. We'll have a chat about those with these two on the other side of this. By the way, before we get into the local stuff, Josh Giddy's quietly gone about uh, putting some numbers on the board in this game. In a game, Mm. you two, this might be the most watched game, well, certainly up until this point of his career, the most watched game he's ever played in. And it'll be in the probably top five most watched games that he will play in in the history of his career, probably. Plus, it's going to be a game or a, a moment that's going to be replayed forever and a day or whenever anyone gets close to the scoring record that's going to come back to this one. He's had 20.6 assists and five boards, 10 of 18 from the field in what's going to be a win. They, they're 11 points up with a minute and a half to go. He's just, oh, he's just missed a three. Right. That would have been You exciting. know what's happening right now? Go on. In America, you know what we call it? Mm. Bag season. Get, <laughs> he's securing the bag. He getting Giddy his, securing that bag. He's getting his paper. 150 show coming up soon. He's getting his sheets. No doubt. He's getting that. Bag season. Bag Shout season. out to Giddy. I'll tell you what season. We ain't going back. <laughs> we ain't going back. Bag season, baby. I love it. <laughs> it's final season here. Hungry Jacks NBL playing qualifier. South East Melbourne Phoenix versus the Perth Wildcats. Thursday night, John Kane Arena. Tip off at 6.30 p.m. Tickets from Ticket Tech. Or make sure you watch it on ESPN by Kale Foxtel. Now, I've just heard some news in the, uh, in the break. Yep. That is extremely exciting for those yes. of us who will be sitting on our dates at home mm-hmm. watching this. Am I right in saying, with all due respect to the others that you two spend quality time broadcasting with, mm. that at some point tomorrow night, you two will be broadcasting this game My alongside word, one will. another? We'll be doing this game? Uh, no, no, we'll be doing the to, Cairns. the Cairns playing New Zealand game in Cairns. Cairns, uh, Tassie. Uh, Tassie, sorry. Yeah. Taz, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cairns, I, Tassie. Listen, greatness <laughs> is back together. <laughs> Oh my! Listen, the best calls I've ever called in my career, my short young career, has been with the great one. It'll be box office. There's Listen, no question about. That. I'm ready now. I'm going to get my rest. Okay, so the Wildcats, uh, by the skin of their teeth, get through Corey. It was remarkable stuff on Sunday. Man, um, you know, you know, we all know. You know, I talk a lot, right? And I, whenever a nah. loss happens or whatever, I'm it. going straight to my phone doing a, a, a video, right? Don't, don't ever stop. I was definitely not stopping. Don't stop. I was so heartbroken. You know, we played, man. Like, mm. when, it's, when, when it's stuff like that, you know, Perth wins, right? No worries. But for United. Yeah, yeah, For yeah. you to, okay, yeah. we handle our business at home. You know, we got a good enough buffer. We won by double digits. Let's sit and watch. Mm-hmm. And then for them to... Be down twenty, like be up twenty. Kings, Kings down twenty. Perth up. They like, all right, it's over. We ain't making it. Mm-hmm. And then for Kings to make that miraculous run and cut <laughs> it to eight, I know. terrifying. And it's like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. we getting in. And then 
Perth make it happen and then win by 12? Yeah. A bucket? I know. And DJ Vasiljevic had a chance at the He buzzer. was trying. And they're calling timeouts. So to me, the thing that stuck out, Corey, and I said it during the call, is we got an insight into the Sydney Kings. They desperately wanted – they were happy, which they were happy for the Melbourne United to get there. They wanted to eliminate the Perth Wildcats. Now, for me, what, Melbourne United won eight out of their last nine. To me, if I'm the Sydney Kings and they're on their side of the pool – who you potentially might play, I think that it was the right – I would rather play the Perth Wildcats yeah, yeah, than Melbourne United. Yeah. So very if Perth interesting. get there uh, – you know, It's very interesting, Is You know why? Hmm. Perth beat them two to one uh, twice in Perth hmm. with that game as well. So, like, right with now – With Melbourne you're talking about? No, with no. Sydney. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So imagine if Perth win the next two. Yep. They got to play Sydney – you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why this playing tournament is incredible. Yep. <laughs> okay, so who it's wins? Perfect for the who wins? Who wins this? So the first up tomorrow, Australian Eastern Standard Time, obviously, uh, some Australian Eastern Time, I should just say. Mm. Uh, Phoenix uh, Wildcats six thirty. Who wins the game? There's some uh, key outs, guys. Ryan yeah. broke off. Well, I heard he's a sneaky chance to play. Yeah, I heard, but. Mm. Will he be 100%? Every- no, he won't. He, I doubt he'd be 100%. But uh, I, I'm leaning more towards the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix uh, against the Perth Wildcats. I'm with you. Mm. I'm with so you. I think it's going to be an uphill battle. And for whatever reason, P- Bryce had some family issues. He wasn't at the function last night. So hopefully that doesn't play on him and his mind. I don't have no idea what yeah. the issues were, but it was announced at the function last yeah. night that – it was uh, that he he wasn't able to, to be in attendance, so he's gonna he missed would have missed their practice yesterday. Um, now Bryce is Bryce, and he'll he'll get it together. But uh, but yeah, he's not going to be there. Cairns v Tassie. Oh, he'll be at the game, but he wasn't there last. Thank time. you very much. Yeah, Cairns v Tassie quickly. Well, I love both teams. I love my Tassie Jack Jumpers, but they have a huge out with Majet out. Josh Majet will not be playing in that game, and he's like the head of the. Mm. Mm. team you know he's an extension of the coach so um some big shoes to fill milton doyle is gonna have to step up play some point a bit uh flip a coin man it's hard to go back it's hard to go against in the snake pit the tight hands mm. but tazzy's been there before mm. battle tested and proven i don't know man keanu pinder's not there no pinder he's out for probably the entire playoff series but they've been undefeated without him when they play. I know. So, so we're it's flip- crazy. We're flipping the coin. Mm. We're going to get to India on the other side of the break, I've just been told. So we're going to let you go. But, but quickly, is, is Xavier Cook's found his level? Or could he get back to could he get back to the show we've been watching? I think he'll get to the NBA. Right. He's had an incredible year. Not season, year. Check this out in the last year. Grand final MVP. Mm-hmm. Obviously wins a championship if you're grand final MVP. Mm-hmm. Goes to New Zealand, gets MVP of the league, comes back in sensational form. MVP of the league with their team been in first about 90% of the season with pole in pole position again to run it back. I think there's a chance, you know, he's talking with uh, Liam today on NBL Overtime. He might have an opportunity to shoot over there in the second half of the year. Mm-hmm. You reckon he's got it? Uh, I think he'll get a good look. He's already on the, on the radar for sure. But he his goal is, I spoke to him at the event last night, is that he's hoping maybe a 10-day contract towards the end of the year, yeah. uh, maybe go play overseas for a little bit and then hook up with a team in the summer league and he's he's going to give it a crack and good on him. Corey, 
How's the little ones going well? Man, she's going well. We just had a photo shoot today. Well, well, she's two weeks child. old. Well, that's what happens. I mean, a mother, you know, a mother, you know. Anyway, <laughs> that's what happens. Oh, you gotta, you gotta capture her mother's the like, yo, we got a photo hey, shoot. At the moment, <laughs> I had to put on a suit. I had to wear the same suit I wore last night. Just say yes to everything. <laughs> Just say yes to everything. <laughs> Corey Homicide Williams for Tire Power, where three pointers are worth four. Four uh, tires, buy yeah. three, get one free at Tire Power. Oh, we're gonna we'll catch up with you again Much next love, week. Y'all. Let's cross over to India on the other side of the break.